Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. boys back at it again prepared to die and bring doom upon all the world in the form of a colorless fog uh <laughs> i look like peter o'donohue however the real one is somewhere in the basement and i am joined with ethan palmer and i have the real ethan palmer in the basement as well perfect uh <laughs> that's james miller everybody uh you'd be surprised to hear his voice on this show i guess <laughs> yeah ethan can't be with us today he's got uh some sort of health issue or maybe some sort of demon souls fog messing with him but we're not sure yet it's yeah. unclear uh yeah he's got yeah. some rumblies in his tumblies so we wish him well and hope he's feeling better soon but um i don't know the show mu- the show must go on and his understudy died long ago um, it's too bad he couldn't be here with us to celebrate, because uh, our episode today uh, will celebrate my nearly eight-year-long playthrough, um, as well as the release of the remake uh, on November 12th, 2020, the day after this comes out, on the year of our Lord, and for, excuse me, on the year of our Lord, because uh, we're doing Demon Souls, baby, finally. That's cool. I've yeah. never played Demon Souls, but I'm pretty excited to learn about it. Yeah, um... <laughs> So I had a physical copy in 2012, um, played up into a certain point and got completely lost and just fucking gave up and then ended up exchanging it for Dark Souls because one of my colleagues at EB Games or GameStop was like, listen, that one's a little rough. Uh, Dark Souls, if you enjoy the challenge, is a lot more complete and like uh, made for people with human hands to actually try and... (laughs) control and play you have so, to be a demon to beat demon souls you need talent claws to be able to reach all the buttons or what pretty much it's <laughs> yeah it's like I'll, I'll get into it a little bit here it's um it's, it's definitely a acquired taste yeah. um i don't think ethan's played much of it or maybe he has i think he had it on his old ps3 or something playstation exclusive i'm always so unfamiliar with his uh console experience because he plays so much pc Back when he was my neighbor, I seem to remember at least someone playing at his house. It might have been Bobby Ferry, though. But, yeah. But yeah. That, seems, that actually seems a lot more likely. It's very yeah. much his kind of thing because it's – well, it's a lot because his kind of thing and my kind of thing because Bobby and I have, like, super similar tastes. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if he was, like, mad into it. Cool. Um, so Demon's Souls, uh, it, it's always been hard to say, and I never really know knew how to write it. It is Demon Possessive S Souls. So it is uh-huh. multiple souls belonging to a demon. Okay, like Lord's Rings instead of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The famously correct way to say the title of that book series. Lord's <laughs> Rings. <laughs> um, Demon's Souls uh, would be the mainstream introduction to the genre that would become known as the Souls-like Um Though the genre uh, is named after Demon Soul, Demon's Souls, 
excuse me, much more popular spiritual successor, Dark Souls 2. Yeah. And now you can find a Souls-like game just by throwing uh, anything you'd like at Steam. You'll probably hit at least one of them. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's like, this is something I found out as well recently, which maybe this is the second time I'm realizing this on air. Roguelike is the same thing. There was a game called Rogue in like the 80s. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I've never actually heard about that. It's a roguelike. It's a rogue that you probably restarted with. You had like a challenge and every time you die, you started from the beginning and that was rogue. Exactly. Yeah. It, okay. that, that, to my knowledge, that is what makes a rogue like is it's like the game rogue, which I, is older than all of us as far as I know. Uh, but I found that out recently or possibly learned that again recently. I, I don't know. Oh, cool. I, I want to learn more about that. So I might check into that later or let us know in the discord uh, if you know anything about rogue. Uh, yeah about rogue itself like the, this old ass game i like r.i.p total biscuit i found out from him i think right. and then it like clicked in my brain while i was writing this yeah he yeah. was a phenomenal internet personality rest in peace oh uh, yeah, yeah. We, 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 we lost the king right there yeah um so uh if you're a complete mad lad and are picking up a ps5 right away um which i think actually comes out on the 10th like tomorrow yeah, it's really soon. Like some people already had it when their Walmarts were uh, shady and let them have it early. But. Uh classic Walmart. <laughs> um, I think the remake would probably be an excellent choice. Uh, the remake dev is called Blue Point. They're in the UK. They did the remake of Shadow of the Colossus as well, which was just unreal. Like Shadow think- the. Yeah, I've been meaning to pick that up. I watched a few clips of it, and it looks beautiful, the remake. And it's just a, a beautiful game, like, even in the first place, right? Uh, I played the original remake. I played uh, Shadow on PS3, and then the yeah. PS4 version is just... Mm, it's <laughs> just distilled art. It's so, It looks so good. That's just, like, the whole idea is you're a little dude, and you're fighting, like, it's a series of boss fights of Colossuses, right? Yes, Colossi. Yeah, yeah, you fight 13, I think. And uh, yeah, it's the Shadow of the Colossus is absolutely phenomenal. You should totally play it. Uh, Okay. Anybody out there listening, stop what you're doing right now. Get off the bus. Go buy it. (laughs) Um, So anyway, that was made by Blue Point, the remake. And they have a really good rep with Sony right now where they do really good remaster slash remakes. They're doing Demon's Souls for PS5. Cool. Uh, So you'd figure it's probably going to be very, very good. And they've been on record saying like, look, we're not here to fuck with what is very popular and probably controversial. Uh, we're, they're leaving, they've been on record saying they're leaving pretty much everything intact, including the AI and some bugs to not fuck with speedrunners. Yeah. So like some of the sequence breaks from 2009 are still good. Totally dude. That's, that's yeah. really cool to hear. Is uh, like Diablo remakes coming up, and there's a bunch of like weird janky stuff in Diablo that just makes Diablo Diablo, and we all want those to still be in there. So that's cool to hear that they're they're doing it's that. Yeah. Mad respect for the original developers, but more importantly, at least as a consumer looking at a corporation, that's a lot of respect for the fan base. Yeah, Which, if you look at something like Warcraft Three or Silent Hill. <laughs> Maybe people don't always give a flying fuck what they're selling you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, with 
when it comes to those old bugs too, like I'm not an expert in video game development at all, but you have to imagine they're programming a game on different systems now with different engines and to recreate those, those bugs, like it, it, it's probably a real challenge to get it just like it used to be. Yeah. From what I understand, they are, yeah. they, they started by getting Demon Souls running on the PS5 and then sexed it up. Okay, cool. So they got the pig in shape before they started putting lipstick on the pig, basically. <laughs> One of the things for Diablo 2 that's weird, it's like the attack speed's based on like the 20 frames per second or whatever you got. So if you had high attack speed, it would only tick on the certain frames and you could do janky stuff with that. So to oh, release okay. a 60 frame per second version of it, it's going to mess with how attack speed works and they're going to have to figure out a way to, to kind of recreate that old mechanic i guess yeah. okay yeah so what they're doing yeah. in this is in in the demon souls remake is they've updated some of the animations because there was basically one animation for multiple classes of weapons so they all felt exactly the same but the timing is the same so they've changed okay. the animation if you have like a mace versus a sword they've you now have a mace animation which makes a lot more sense because it's a right. blunt object but the timing is identical to what it was in the in the OG. So it oh, seems cool. they're they're talking a lot of mad shit, and I'm liking what I'm hearing. Um, of course, the game is not out even when this episode is out, so <laughs> we will have to see tomorrow. TM, yeah, if it's any good. Yeah. Well, it, it, they sound like they're they're trying to do it well, anyways, and here's yeah, hoping it, for the best. Yeah. They seem to respect the people who made it and the people who like it, and that's good enough for me. But again. <laughs> I don't know if this is true at time of writing. Um, and the funny thing is they're not fixing the AI. Um, calling the AI in Demon Souls intelligence is like a is like an insult to dead plants. <laughs> it is brutally bad. And in their trailers, a lot of people are looking at it like in the trailer, there's like one of the bosses is called the Flame Lurker. Keep in mind, this boss appears only in his own arena and never again. That He doesn't get recycled later as a regular enemy. And even in the new trailers for the PS5, he has trouble pathfinding his way to the player. <laughs> so you have a boss that cannot navigate the only room it will ever appear in. And they just left it in. And it's like, it's authentic. That's it. That's it, buddy. All right. You I'm know like, what? Cool. Do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, 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 but yeah, just like that. It's very much like a. It's it's like of mice and men at the end. Like sometimes it feels like a mercy killing where it's just like, and I get to attack the player, George, and then you're just like, boom, just. just <laughs> <laughs> if you're like standing in the middle, he pats straight towards you. But if you like talk, if you walk to the side, he gets confused and starts just doing loops around, or like what happens? Yeah, yeah. Well, he just yeah. like kind of pivots in place, just like because he. I guess somehow loses track of you, despite the fact you guys are in the same room. And he, and like I said, he doesn't have anywhere else to be. His AI <laughs> sh should know how to navigate his arena. It's the only place you'll ever fight him. Yeah, there was a deadline back in early two thousands or whenever this game came out. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, I I really respect what they're at least saying thus far. Like I said, so we shall see. I'm looking really forward to watching speed runs by like Distortion Two and shit because like he's just brilliant. Um, and I'm, it's not likely I'll get a PS5 uh, for a long time, if ever. I this I don't think this is a hot take. Uh, I hate the way that thing looks. 
<laughs> yeah, it wouldn't stop me from buying it, but I'm looking to make my money work for me right now. I got a financial advisor now and stuff. And I actually uh, was watching a stream yesterday yeah. where they opened a $20,000 Pokemon card box and they made their money uh, back at like almost double uh, just because they got like a hollow dark Charizard and stuff like that. So I'm wondering, I'm going to ask my financial advisor if I should invest in Pokemon cards because I think that's. How many $20,000 boxes of Pokemon cards should I buy, Alex? And, you're, and he's just like. <laughs> Oh, well, it's, I guess it's time for me to retire. I, <laughs> <laughs> so, we've been talking and blowing a lot of smoke up uh, the new unreleased game's ass. Can I recommend the OG? Jamie? Uh, I've heard you talk about it, and I think that you liked it, although it's just janky as fuck. Like, you, you just have to get used to the jank, but then it's kind of charming in a way. <laughs> I cannot recommend the OG game. You're right. You can't. I, okay. I, I do speak very highly of it, but I cannot recommend it. If you're dedicated to the genre as a whole and have played the entire Dark Souls trilogy, similar games like The Surge or Neo, and just want to check off another Souls like off of like your fucking gamer bucket list, sure. <laughs> you can probably get it. You can get a digital copy. Like I don't have a physical copy anymore. I have a digital copy, which is what I played. It's like 10 Canadian dollars on PSN. Um, it's rough. Uh, the North American servers have been shut down, so you have to play the entire game solo. Um, this isn't really a deal breaker for me because I try to solo bosses in games like this, at least the first time, right? Like on New Game Plus, who gives a fuck? You've already done it, and like just scaling up the damage is not like additional personal challenge for me. Like it's just like whatever, right? right? Um, but it loops back into like an this very obtuse game mechanic that's also in the remake called world tendency so there's like a state system that is goes throughout each world that you warp to so your character has two states okay right? dressed and undressed obviously right just, just like being, just by being naked under her clothes or whatever right. it's just like chips dressed uh, all dressed or or plain right well, yeah, so in Canada, we have three flavors of chips. Uh, ketchup, obviously, which yes. the Prime Minister, like, seals himself. Uh, <laughs> All-dressed chips and undressed chips, which is right. just dry potato slices. Yeah, it's like chips, but harder. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no salt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so tendency plays into your, your character's different forms. Uh, you have a human form and a soul form. Uh, dying in human form uh, reduces your HP by 50%, which they're also keeping. So if you die once and cannot restore your human form, you're at 50% health, buddy. Oof. Like for, for how kill, long? Until you kill a boss. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> no, there are a couple other ways to restore your body, but like that is the basic thing. It's like if you uh, get bamboozled by the camera, which you will, and get thrown off a bridge by accident when the entire game goes crazy. You better better beat that boss, dude, with half your HP. Oh. Yeah, I guess you're just going to make peace with having half your HP. Because you're probably not going to beat the boss on the first try anyways, right? Unless you're a god gamer. But um, So we'll get into that, actually. Okay. Um, so dying in human form shifts the world tendency towards black. There is an invisible meter somewhere in the background in the software that adds new enemies and makes the level more difficult when you die in human form. <laughs> so the game is 
it's it never really explains this at all the game is punishing you for sucking at it that's that sounds like a souls like i guess it's true to the <laughs> genre but but like taking away half your health and then adding more enemies and not giving your health back until you beat a boss sounds just cruel to me it's it's very obtuse and weird it was a big problem for me in a couple areas um so the best way to uh so you can swing the world towards neutral tendency or even white tendency by killing bosses however there's not infinite bosses and to my knowledge there are no optional bosses okay well it sounds like for speedrunners at least this is kind of cool because if they they're playing perfectly then the world's on their side i guess correct white tendency does make the game easier and certain enemies just all do not appear not to mention if you don't die you have full health all the time (laughs) it seems weird to reward the best players like who can already clear the content they have an easier time than the people who are plebs just picking up the game but doesn't it yeah now apparently they are in the remake they're explaining tendency a bit better but they are not changing it so this ps5 launch game is basically just like all right kiddos this is the fifth PlayStation. You a real man yet? And then, <laughs> and then it's that, that here, here they go. The best way to fix your tendency, that is to shift it from black to neutral to white, is to banish multiplayer invaders. So uh. when there were servers, you can use a certain item to invade another person who's in the same world as you. Right. And if you banish the invader, it will shift your world white, thus making the world easier. Cool. Okay. I played mostly Bloodborne of any of the Souls games, and there was an invader's bell that you could ring to either invade people or open yourself up to being invaded by other people. So It's pretty much the exact same thing in Demon Souls, except okay. being slaughtered in multiplayer, if you suck like I do, uh, in Bloodborne at least, does not ruin your game. <laughs> in, in, in Demon Souls, it does. In Demon Souls, it shifts the world black, right? If you die in oh human form. God. Yeah. They just stack all the difficulty on you, right? Like, yeah, the yeah. god gamers get to be gods, and then everybody else just gets stuck in this darkness where they can't escape. <laughs> it's ve- it's a very classist game, exactly. Right. Uh, this fucks up some of the content as well because certain characters and certain events only appear in pure tendency states, so pure white or okay. pure black. So black is easy because you can just farm an item called a stone of ephemeral eyes, which restores your humanity and then just kill yourself. Okay. So if you just have a bunch of stones and a cliff, you can shift the entire game pure black and get all the pure black world tendency events, right? Okay. Well, if I know anything about Souls games, I'm pretty good at falling off cliffs. So I think I could do that. Yeah, I think I could do the, uh, the, the pure black world tendency speed run. Yes, definitely. World record, James Miller. <laughs> <laughs> One of the, the WoW uh, speedruns I was following is the fastest to killing yourself from character creation. And people have gotten it down to like four or five seconds. And uh, it sounds it like a simple... It the area, right? Because uh, I played Dwarf a long time ago. There's no like ledge in that little camp outside of Ironforge. No, they, dwarves can do it though. I, I forget how the... There was a stuck macro. So it's basically exploiting like blizzards like helpful system if you get your character stuck somewhere it'll kill you and you'll res it a as a at a graveyard so someone uh, would just helpful. log in and then pretend they're stuck and convince blizzard they're dead in like seven seconds and then someone got it down to like four or five doing a different method but i forget how uh, they're so crafty <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um however on a first playthrough 
uh, keeping individual levels because it, it uses like a warping system. Okay. Um, the only game in the main series that is not just a, that is not like a hub based warp to another world game is actually Dark Souls 1. Okay, yeah. I played that one like the least out of all of them. I think I played it on like Ethan's Steam at one point and I didn't even get to the first boss, but yeah. Yeah. It's because you have Majula in Dark Souls 2, you have Firelink in Dark Souls 3, you have the Dream in Bloodborne. Yeah. And then you have what's called the Nexus, which we'll talk about a lot here uh, in in Demon's Souls. I haven't played Sekiro either, actually, which I really do want to play. I'm waiting for it to go on sale. I've tried twice now. I tried the regular version and the Game of the Year edition that just came out. Um, On on PC, it does not work. At least with a a PS4 controller, uh, both versions constantly spin my camera around, obviously becoming completely unplayable. So I have tried and refunded both versions of of Sekiro. (laughs) Uh, That's just the that's the dizzy mechanic. You just got if you play with PlayStation controllers, you just got to run in circles the whole time. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 exactly. That's it's because it's Black World tendency. It makes the game harder. It just spins the fucking camera around. Yeah, exactly. If you're a real god gamer, you could you can play like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's Beyblade mode. You just got to stick your sword out at the right time. (laughs) Yeah, I guess I'm uh, I guess I'm just too much of a pleb. (laughs) 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 Don't get the Beyblade DLC for Sekiro. Um, yeah, uh, keeping the, the, uh, the game pure white on your first playthrough can be incredibly hard. Um, and honestly, I don't know if you can even fucking platinum the game anymore. Wow. I don't know. Didn't look it up to be fair, but I couldn't say if the game is platinumable because if anything requires summons, it's over, at least in North yeah. America. I don't know about the European or the Asian servers because the servers are, are down. So I guess we got to wait for, uh, for our PS5 version to get our platinums. Exactly. Or use yeah. a VPN to connect to the Antarctic servers, which are still uh, running because there's a couple Russian guys down there who love <laughs> Demon Souls. But they are god gamers, dude. Do not ring your bell. They will show up and mess you up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy Valklav is very good at Demon Souls. Thousand <laughs> hours, baby. <laughs> um, otherwise, it does have a couple other problems on PS3. It's terrible software. Um okay. This is a problem I had with Bloodborne a lot because um, I play it on the PS4 Slim. I don't have a Pro. It's a console exclusive that works about as well as a cardboard box full of boiled piss. <laughs> I've always liked... Uh, I just have the regular old PS4, but Bloodborne has always ran A-OK of mine. I had a lot of problems with it. I might just... It, I mean, I, any bug-related thing is always just personal experience. I had a lot of fucking problems with Bloodborne. Uh, and demons souls is fucking egregious turn off blood if you're gonna brave the ps3 version turn off blood in in the settings immediately because any kind of liquid effects or fog effects will like tank your fucking frame rate to single digits (laughs) it's it's insane yeah that's the problem with ethan actually he didn't turn off his uh, liquid effects and his body Ah. is just not able to compute all the liquids in there with bile it's it's yeah. it's one of his humors is imbalanced his yellow yeah. humor is far too high <laughs> right right um and then the, the i guess the the final thing with demon souls that makes it really hard to recommend is the camera is worse than i could have imagined um it's apparently fixed in the remake and the problem with the camera is that the levels are way harder than the bosses in demon souls um <laughs> i beat most of the bosses on a blind playthrough on my first try okay wow 
including the second to last boss, which is the final traditional boss fight in the game. The 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 last last boss, he has a health bar, he's not really a boss, is just an execution. The final okay. boss fight in the game I actually beat on my first attempt. Wow. Okay. So so maybe you can uh, get your your pure white run on the first go if you're really a god gamer. Except for the fact that in some levels, like in the Shrine of Storms, which is the most cancerous level I have ever had to suffer through, it is the camera and the enemies and the fact you're on narrow little cliff edges fighting ballistic skeletons that just never run out of stamina means I probably died in the same within like a hundred feet of the checkpoint a hundred times <laughs> easily like for me the shrine of storms was pure black and stuck that way because there's only three fucking bosses so right. i could never I, I could never fix it well there's four there's the three bosses and then the camera boss which and the is camera, the hardest. Yeah. yeah oh speaking of easy bosses there is a uh boss called the old hero in the shrine of storms uh okay. he's in in the game he's blind so he uh will attack you based on sound Turns out, though, I was using the thief ring, uh, which hides your footsteps, to just to speed run past enemies eventually because I was so fucking sick of getting killed. <laughs> left it on, left it on for the fight. Turns out the thief ring makes you completely undetectable by the boss. So I did not. Not only did I like single single shot the final boss, um, I did not get hit by the old hero because he could not tell where I was. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. You found a you found a cheat code basically. The thief ring completely fucking breaks that fight. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Completely. Um and then the dodge as well is only four directions, so you can't dodge past an enemy. Ooh. If they attack you, and I don't think it is tied to where you were standing when you told the game to do something cuz there's like what sometimes feels like a full second delay. <laughs> from input to when your character does it and sometimes like there's uh, another terrible boss it's called the man eater and it's like these two gargoyle things they zip all over the place like maniacs and they will just like literally rip the camera to pieces and your character's dodge on this bridge can be very unpredictable uh, <laughs> i don't really know what the dodge thinks you want to do but it is pretty much, it's like you basically try and elect a dodge, but sometimes the character decides that, no, no, that's not what you actually wanted. And then oh you just God. basically can go to hell. Dude, I, I know it's, it's not the same, but for whatever reason, it's reminding me of that Crash Bandicoot level road to nowhere where you're running across this rope bridge and sometimes your jumps, they just don't do what you want them to do. Yeah. And it's just so frustrating because you know what you want to do, but you just can't get the game to fucking cooperate. But, yeah, I had to cheese yeah. the man eaters. Uh, I got stuck on the outside of like a staircase, basically. Right. And then their AI broke. They c couldn't tell where I was. So I just had to shoot them with ranged attacks and poison. <laughs> uh, so the fight took me like 40 minutes after dying 30 times. Um, but I did it. It just wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, can't recommend the game unless, uh, I mean, now that you know what you're getting into 11 years on, go for it if you want. Uh, I did, but I did it specifically to make this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're if you're just ready to, to accept the jank and make peace with it, it could be a fun experience. Yeah, if you have a tolerance for old game. Uh, if you're if, if you if you're immune to old game itis, then 
go for it. <laughs> but uh, if you're if you're like, oh, I could I could really use another mm, polished and fun experience, something balanced and good like Bloodborne or The Surge or Dark Souls Three, something made by professionals. It's the wrong fuck turnaround. <laughs> <laughs> it's made by From Software as well. It is, yeah. Okay, so they're just they're just getting their bearings on how to make a good game at this point, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And it had like a bunch of like localization issues. It got published by Atlas because Sony, like Shuhei Yoshida, was just like, "Yo, this game sucks, dick. I'm not publishing this shit in the West." And then <laughs> Atlas had to do it. But then it became a cult classic, and here we are, eleven years later, still like anticipating a remake. So. Yeah, uh, even as someone who's never played it, like I knew a little bit out of it just from nerd culture bleeding through. Exactly. But yeah. now that we've established whether you should play Demon Souls, perhaps you'd like to ask Lore Boys why Demon Souls. Jamie, do you want to ask that? Hey, what, what, Peter? Why Demon Souls? Why Demon Souls? And while you and the straw man podcast listener somewhere out there who also asked that question to themselves right now, I'm here to answer that question finally. Well, I'm excited. Just, just to prevent you from... I'm trying to save you from yourself. You don't want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Demon Souls is set in and around the kingdom of Boletaria, uh, which on the surface is a very generic sword and sorcery fantasy kingdom. Um, but things get a lot more visually interesting over the course of the game. Okay. Yeah, so it's very medieval Europe. Right. Yeah, because in, med in medieval Europe, there was sorcery. They were able to do little magic tricks and things like this. Yes. Uh, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but uh, Dara's brought it up a few times. Um, did you know in Canada, being a witch is not illegal? Impersonating a witch is, though. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to say, did they say prove it? Like, and then you have to prove you're a witch? Or? Yeah, it's one of those like old Catholic laws, probably from like fucking... Before before we were even a country, I was I would assume like in the 1600s, uh, right? So it was just like you have like with well, the weird Catholic Jesuits and shit. Like, oh yeah, well, I mean, I don't like it's a different kind of witch hunt, but it was like if you're a legit one, that's totally legal, but you can't fake being a witch. I heard like this is how they used to test back in the day, and I don't have no idea if this is true or not. But they'd get a big vat of water and they'd throw the the self proclaimed witch in, and if she sank. Uh, she was not a witch, but she drowns. And if she floated, she was a witch and could be persecuted. So either I way, <laughs> I think that's true. Yeah, kind of fucked up. Yeah, it, the, the I love the the witch hunt stuff is so fucking funny. It's very dark and weird, but also yeah. it's, been, it's been hundreds of years. I, I find it funny now. Like what? It, people are so fucking stupid. That's what yeah, it shows. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. A little Canada lore. Uh, you, if you if you. If you walk the witch talk, uh, or if you walk the witch walk, you best talk the witch talk, or else you're a fucking criminal, and you deserve <laughs> to go to jail. <laughs> On Halloween, they'll check you for your cauldron license, and if you don't have one, straight to jail. Oh, yeah, dude. I mean, we have a big problem with unregistered cauldrons in Canada. <laughs> the, the, the serial number's, like, ground off with a file under the lip, and it's just like, whoa, dude, whoa. You can't bring that. You can't bring that cauldron on an airplane. Not in a post-9-11 <laughs> post world, are you kidding me? Boiling bubble, toiling trouble. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, in Boletaria, like I said, it's very, very standard medieval fantasy. Uh, from what we can surmise, there is a singular, capital G, God, who created all of existence on the first day. 
which gave man a soul and clarity. So this is in the <laughs> opening cutscene. It says on the first day, God gave man a soul. It's like this is from the cutscene of the game. It's not even like weird and implied, dude. Just like the game, like our God, he took seven days, right? And he just one day did it. So that's yeah. Sweet. Actually, the uh, demons' souls, God is is a way more to the point. Actually, so first day, soul, humanity, boom, bing, bang, boom. Second day, he created what is described as a irrevocable poison, which was a soul-devouring demon who would later become known as the Old One. <laughs> uh, well, come on, God. You're not really setting us up for a great atmosphere now. <laughs> yeah, so God in this universe only really gets the kids part-time, so there's nothing else about what happens for the rest of the business week. It's just day one, day two, where it's uh, humans, the Old One. Uh, and okay. There we go. Yeah, and he went golfing deadbeat. for the next five days. He's a deadbeat dad, basically. Yeah, he's like <laughs> shelving condoms at the pharmacy five days a week, and he gets you on Wednesday and Thursday, where you get a soul and a, a dollar menu item from KFC every week. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> um, so at least eleven kings ago, uh, the world was subjected to what was uh, to an apocalyptic event called the scourge or the demon scourge. Uh, where the great old one woke up and spread a fog filled with demons and corruptions across the earth, which is just referred to as Earth. So Earth, God, are all, from what we can understand, the regular ones that we deal with now. Okay. Right? Uh, you know, God being real and the Earth being flat, regular things that everybody believes. <laughs> yeah. And like when you go just, into the Colosseum in the real world and that one guy just can't chase you properly, he's always tripping over his own feet. And, yeah, yeah. The, the, the real flame lurker, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, that's just an edgy atheist joke out there, everybody. I don't mean to uh, offend you. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, they say that the demon scourge killed half of the humans on Earth because uh, phone survey responses had also dropped off. So it's basically it's how they gauge things in Boletaria was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was basically just like, I don't know, call every citizen and see if they're still alive. And I don't know, it's hard to tell if you missed a call or else you were killed by the demon fog. But either way, half the people on Earth dead. Wow. Um also, as far as fantasy goes, there are no other humanoid races on this version of Earth. Okay. As intended, it is man versus nature. Okay. And then a race of, of camera beings that are killing most of these humans. Because the camera is the greatest enemy. The, the Yeah, the unkillable demon is actually the third person camera. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you look over uh, your shoulder, but you never quite see it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's creepy. <laughs> well, it's, directly behind your head yeah yeah that's, what if there's you could everybody listening at home there might be a camera right behind your head at all times and you never knew it you never know no nope. no um there are some scaly reptile men in the stone fang tunnel level but they were likely corrupted people transformed into slaves by the armor spider which is the demon boss at the end of that level okay or they were corrupted into scaly lizard men by exposure to the fog or the ores that they mine. Um, there are two surly blacksmiths in the game, Ed and Baldwin, and they Ooh. both have like dry, scaly patches of skin on their bodies. Uh, Baldwin is found in the Nexus, so his exposure seems to be minimized, whereas Ed has like 
full scale sleeves that run onto his chest and neck, and he's found in the Stone Fang Tunnel. He's not. <laughs> he's he's not a monster, but when you go see him, he's always talking about how he's going to get his left sleeve touched up, and he wants to get this fixed up and everything. He's he's a real yeah. stonehead, you know. Like he just loves that <laughs> stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he keeps saying he's, he keeps asking me if you want if I want to buy his guitar, but I keep telling him I don't know how to play, and he still asks me every time I see him. Yeah, exactly. He keeps telling me about the wonders of CBD oil. I'm like, all right, dude, I'm just here to get my weapon fixed, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this upgrade sponsored by CBD oil. It's just like, you know, it, it relaxes you and you don't even have to get high. It's like, dude, can you fucking please? I'm not going to use your coupon. Yeah. It's like Ed has his own podcast sponsored by CBD. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, so humanity managed to not be killed by demons. Uh, and they managed to lull the old one back to sleep, which ended the scourge. All right. Someone or some many died in the during this war and discovered the Nexus. Uh, it's like a dimensional hub of sorts where people can go. People can go when they die. Um, it's not a guaranteed like connecting station <laughs> between like the world of the living and the world of the dead. Only okay. certain people end up in the Nexus. Right. Um. And then they can return to the world of the living in soul form. So this is okay. the canon reason why when you die, you come back as a ghost. But when you die, you, you know, you bounce around between the Nexus and okay. real life. If you filled out enough phone surveys and you're allowed to go to the Nexus instead of to just unending afterlife. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. So after you do your like Google surveys and you earn your it, it takes you 150 hours, but you get your 19 cents. You can buy your body back. thanks google yeah (laughs) yeah the google nexus is is where you go when you when you download enough surveys (laughs) um the the main way you can regain your physical body is by absorbing and consuming a demon soul uh by killing it so when you kill a boss you immediately get a full health restore that also restores you to what would what would theoretically be your 100 percent <laughs> that's it's a, a wonderful and a horrible feeling because you feel so powerful but you know like there's just something right around that corner trying to take me right back down to 50 percent yeah. uh yeah you know that there is uh probably a spiral staircase that the camera won't be able to handle so you will just fall into a pit out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> like most of my deaths were not an- enemy related right right yeah it's gar- just, i guarantee it just love that's the way games are meant to be played i think yeah yeah just haunted by jank um also the stone of ephemeral eyes that i mentioned earlier can return a soul to its body um where these things come from is not really known uh but they are an item that you can farm uh but is they're quite rare but they you can technically retain your human form at all times okay um to help with travel uh, something called arch stones were built within the Nexus. Um, and this is the other canonical reason that they installed within the Nexus as to why you can warp between worlds. It was like okay. humanity's magical transit system. Okay, it's kind of like a bonfire system? or uh, Well, I mean, y- yes. Uh, it, it, it's exactly like that in Dark Souls, but like in a more uh, non- entirely within this genre way of talking about it it's okay. basically just like uh it's transit points so every level has multiple arch stones uh and each arch stone links back to the nexus they do not link to each other right. so traveling around can be fucking tedious 
because uh, <laughs> you need to basically go back to Central Station every single time you want to go somewhere else. Yeah, and let your PS3 or PS2 or whatever it is just load, load, load. Then you get in, oh, yeah. then you load, 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 then you're where you want to go. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Thank God there's some decent art on the loading screens. <laughs> Um, so warriors who had survived the battles in the during the first scourge would return to the Nexus to become what are called monumentals, uh, and the remaining countries banned what are called the soul arts. Uh, the soul arts basically being magic, pyromancy, and miracles, because all of them kind of like were linked to the old one being around. Yeah, naming your magic miracles just feels kind of like biased to me. Like I, yes. I'm pyromancy. I uh, I only do miracles. Yeah, like, it just has such a positive connotation to it. <laughs> Fire's barbaric. Come on. Yeah, true. Um, I think now this is Loreboy's canon and Loreboy's speculation. Miracles are derived from God instead of the old one. That is assuming Loreboy's speculation that those two are even different things. Right. Right. Okay. So you think that they could be one thing? I wouldn't be surprised, personally, just my own experience with the game and reading through the lore and then writing the episode, if the Old One and God are the same thing, it wouldn't surprise me because um, even like when they gamify it, that, and this has always been fucking hilarious to me in like the Souls games, where you like gamify faith, but it has like a soft cap, so you, there's like diminishing returns to like how <laughs> faithful you get, it's just like... Oh yeah, once you're once you're Pope, it's really not worth it anymore. <laughs> you just get diminishing returns. A soft cap is Pope. Yeah. So like, um, if it's if it's just one demon, like the demon, the old demon and God are one thing. That's why it's demon apostrophe s souls, not demons apostrophe souls, because it'd be like two demons. demons it's, it's, is the, it's the singular exactly. plural, not the the, or it's the singular possessive, Possessor. not the plural yeah. possessive. Yeah. Exactly. So, and also like magic scales off intelligence, which is like, oh, you do research to become a wizard, which makes sense. Uh, Well, I mean, he says in a world where there are are no wizards, but it makes sense to me, (laughs) right? And then miracles scale off faith. So they they scale off different stats, though both of those things are kind of devotion in some way, because you devote yourself to research or you devote yourself to prayer. You can get some magical powers. I'm just saying Loreboy's canon, the old one and God are the same thing. Cool. You know, talk myself into it. At, f- at first, it was just speculative, but uh, prove me right. wrong, FromSoft. Make a demon's souls too. <laughs> <laughs> just like demons, and then six apostrophes, souls, <laughs> six apostrophes, <laughs> and then Roman numeral two. And you're like, ah, yes, there you go. <laughs> um. So the survivors and the monumentals imprisoned the old one below the nexus after it passed out, uh, just like you would draw a dick and a monocle on your buddy's face when he gets too loaded. Oh, so you just stuff a demon underneath the the homeworld, uh, underneath the, underneath the nexus. Exactly, they got out their okay. sharpies and the, the the monumentals and the warriors of old got out their sharpies and drew one giant monocle around its eye and were like, "Man, he's going to be so angry if he ever wakes up. He would probably cause a second scourge." It's like, God, oh, don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't you worry about it. Um, yeah, anyway, it, th- that, that's what they did with that. Now, the realm below the Nexus, where the old one is imprisoned, is like a foggy beach okay. on the shore of a seemingly infinite, like, glass-calm ocean. It's a very nice okay. 
area. That's a and lot you, of par- liquid effects, so you better turn it off because there's fog and, and an ocean. <laughs> well, this, this goes back to the old one just getting way too wasted and passing out, so they imprisoned him under the Nexus. Um, and he's just held Dr- there by complete lag because there's so many particle effects. Yeah, and also <laughs> drew a monocle on his face and put his hand in a calm ocean of warm water so he'd pee his pants. <laughs> Got him. The, the monumentals are very uh, uh, love pranks. <laughs> uh, which would make sense because uh, this was this was the norm for centuries, at least while the monumentals were around. around. Um, the monumentals are a council of probably or assumed to be immortal bald Caillou children. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> and they all exist within the Nexus. Now they all are derived from like heroes of the scourge. Wait, so, so I don't, Caillou, I don't know if Caillou is a worldwide type thing. It's a cartoon in Canada, at least of this bald little kid who, who gets into little like kid issues and is very mundane adventures. Yeah. yeah, like like he goes to a strawberry patch and he's not supposed to go somewhere and he runs and he falls and he thinks he cuts his hand real bad, but he just squished a, a strawberry on it. And the the moral of the story is don't run away from your parents or else you might squish a strawberry on your hand. You might break a strawberry. They're very <laughs> valuable. <laughs> yeah, Caillou is just a, a small child with, who's bald. Yeah. So so how does that link into Demons' Souls' again? Because the monumentals all look like Caillou. They are okay. a bunch of creepy, bald children. Great, great. Um, turns out uh, they can live a very long time, but not forever. And without demons, people forgot about the Nexus. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, after centuries, King Alant, uh the Twelfth, came into power with his son, Ostrava <laughs> of Boletaria. Um, overall, he was known as a wonderful king for most of his life. He took care of his people and took care of Boletaria and worked closely with the rulers of other nations. So it was all like, everything's pretty hunky-dory, shockingly. Yeah. Uh, and his catchphrase was, uh, no, it's with a T. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Like, how, how would you, you'd have to say it every single time. Oh, Alan? No, 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 with a T in the end. With the- <laughs> actually the motto of the nation of boletaria yeah it's on their uh it's on their license plates yeah. <laughs> um in his old age he became a little self-conscious and instead of finding himself a reliable gold digger on instagram uh he would figure he'd try and restore the hitherto banned soul arts Ooh. uh which is a good cho- a good choice in my book because it's honestly possibly awakening an old dead god is cheaper and easier to do than you know buying some 19 year old expensive fake tits yeah it sounds more interesting too i think so because otherwise you just have to sit there and be hated by her forever at least you could get a colorless fog to sweep across the land (laughs) and the other option right yeah what's that reality tv show where they they have like 30 days till marriage or something and they just pick people from right inside of the world and then put them together and set them up for Right. It's my thirty day fiance or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. It's like the TLC. Sh- it's like the ultimate trash these days that people hate admitting they've watched. Oh yeah, it's awful. It's awful. Have you watched <laughs> it? I've just seen like the clips of it, like that one guy with like the no neck with the really <laughs> hot no neck guy. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, he didn't want to be embarrass himself too hard. So instead of going a ninety day fiance, King Alan the twelfth. Uh, figured he'd revive the soul arts, which was okay. still still on TLC because those fucking parasites wouldn't waste a moment to make a quick buck. But 
this reality show was far more disastrous. I'd be more willing to 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 tune into someone potentially awakening an old god rather than exploiting two people and embarrassing them over uh, over the yeah. TV. But. move that god and it like shifts out of the way and it's just like an army of demons just like pour out of this poor person's house <laughs> uh, that's pretty good <laughs> uh, mankind had mostly forgotten about the nexus and for some reason the arch stones like the ability to teleport between countries was just like ah, nobody remembers how to use that <laughs> which is fucking stupid why travel? Uh, I can stay at home and watch 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. <laughs> like, why, do you, why do you carry around that Air Miles card? It's fucking worthless. Use an arch stone. <laughs> You're only getting 100 points every time you buy Tylenol anyway, dude. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. But I want access to the lounge, so I got to get all my points. So whenever I take a plane, I can pay extra for my drinks in a fancy place. Yeah. I Don't you get one for free? Like, if you went to the Nexus, they would give you one tiny Dixie cup of, like, sparkling water for free. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, it's totally worth it. Yeah, and then your next glass of Chardonnay is $40. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, mankind had forgotten about the Nexus and the Archstones. Most of the monumentals had actually died where they were sitting within the Nexus. Wow. Uh, so, each one in-game, uh, each one has a little candle in front of them, and the candle has been snuffed out or burned out, just like a burned-down little candle. Uh, one monumental is left at the time of the game, and still has a lit candle in front of him. Uh, because so the ring above the Nexus, there's like a staircase that leads up to it, is just this gigantic like Colosseum ring of dead, bald kids. Oh my god. <laughs> and is it like just video games where you have to light all the candles to restore the Nexus to its true form or something like that? Nope, those kids stay dead. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. just like that, the Canadian cartoon Caillou, that kid stays dead. <laughs> <laughs> the controversial ending of Caillou. Yeah, he stepped on a real big strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh Alant with a T ended up finding the nexus uh i don't know if he had to die and end up there like the player and a lot of the npcs that you interact with a lot of the other characters or if the nexus is like a physical place you can teleport to but either way something game have gave him knowledge of how to get to the nexus and then knowledge of the soul arts okay um there are theories uh but since this be lore boys um another one that is lore boys canon here is that the maiden in black who is a blind custodian of the Nexus. Okay. Taught Alant the soul arts herself. Um, okay. Either way, those who forget history are doomed to fail 10th grade history. Yeah. And that's, you better that's fucking what they believe. Say. Yeah. <laughs> you better <laughs> fucking believe that Alant the 12th is about to fail some 10th grade history here. Um, <laughs> you know, the reason I say that the Maiden probably did this as a way to probably get souls is the maiden in black is where you level up your character and her line of dialogue when you do that is like do you seek soul power then touch the demon inside me and then you pay her souls for power so she gets to keep all those souls right a lot like the doll in uh, bloodborne yes yeah yeah or the emerald herald in dark souls 2 right yeah yeah and the firekeeper in dark souls 3 yeah Wait a yeah. second, there's a theme here. 
Yeah, exa- yeah. Uh, Miyazaki <laughs> has an affinity for a small room with no way to get out, with one lady standing inside of it for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to give all of your currency to the to the lady. Give her all your money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the Giga Simp. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine, you know, like a, a classic streamer girl room, which is just like huge, completely empty, but like a very far away shelf with like neon lights and a bunch yeah. of shitty fucking plushies all over it. I was going to say but, LED light and a plushie. Yeah, they they all yeah. have those. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that's what the Nexus looks like. So you teleport in and she turns around. She's blind, but she's got the big headphones on with cat ears. And she's okay. just like, and she's like, touch the bits inside me. And then you, <laughs> that's what you do. And if you, if you donate your souls, then she turns around and writes how many souls she wrote on a whiteboard that's very close to the ground. So yes. she bends over in front of the camera. Yeah. Yes. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Demons, simps, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the, that's my theory to, to, to bring it back to bring it back to the game. My theory is that the maiden in black manipulated or taught. And I didn't really need to manipulate him. He, she was just like, yo, here's magic. Uh, use it to bring me souls and I'll make you stronger. And he was like, okay. Cause that's what he, that's exactly what he was looking for. I, I say manipulated. It's, it's exactly what he wanted. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like I would, what I would want in a video game actually to get stronger. They already, the, the odds are stacked against me in this world. I got 50% health already. Black tendency. Uh, yeah, there's a camera behind my head that I can never quite find, but it's always there because it never lets me see the pit right before I fall in it. It keeps throwing yeah. me off bridges. I think it has something against me. I'm not sure what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for King Alant the twelfth, the first hit was free, obviously. Uh, right. He decided, or maybe was convinced, to awaken the old one. Oops. Um, since there is nothing sweeter or saltier than the trail mix of demon souls. <laughs> Um, this obviously made him strong, superhuman even, and gave him the ability to drain souls from the living. Uh, this is actually, uh, gamified in his fight. I didn't get hit by this, uh, cause he's not that hard. Like I said, I killed him on the first try. If you get grabbed by a lant in the boss fight, he will de-level your character. <laughs> you suck levels out of you because you wow. level up by absorbing souls right with the Dude. with the maiden in black he will suck souls out of you and de-level your character during that oh fight oh my god yeah and there's another mechanic if you press r3 uh you can taunt him by calling him alan and he gets yes. enraged and he charges you. <laughs> hey alan <laughs> with a t <laughs> Uh, he weeds, he wields the sword Soul Brant, uh, which becomes more powerful the more demonic the user becomes. And in oh. game terms, this scales with Black Tendency. <laughs> I would call it Soul Brand as well, just to get under his skin. It does have <laughs> it does have a silent T at the end of at Soul every- Brand. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Alan, dude. <laughs> um. After awakening the old one, the boomers were booming in Boletaria, and the economy was good, if you ask the boomers. Um, Alant, with a T, uh, went through a few subtle changes during this time. Uh, not just his hair going gray, or maybe needing a midday nap, but like a lot closer to dissolving into a tadpole-shaped tar monster covered in eyes that lived below the nexus inside of the old one. Okay, too many too many demon souls and living souls, I guess he's he's stealing too, right? Yeah, it, well, yeah. both, exactly. So yeah. you get your beer gut, your meth teeth, your tennis elbow, and your tadpole body. 
the key signs of addiction. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Um, the old one itself. Now I can finally describe it. That it's awake and relevant again is very strange looking. It's like a sideways mountain, basically. Okay. Uh, it's very clearly made of like stones and and rocks and trees and shit. It is just a gigantic. It, it does just look like a natural formation, but it like slides okay. around and has a mouth, and instead of teeth, teeth, it has like pointy branches and shit. It's gigantic. Okay. It, it is the size of a mountain, but it does look like a sideways volcano, kind of like a cone with a hole in it. Okay, for. What I'm picturing is he's just he's been under a volcano so long that when he woke up he just took part of the earth with him. He's kind of melded into him and now he's <laughs> he's that chunk of the earth that he just came out, you know. Yeah. If only. Yeah. He sounds spooky. Uh, uh, it really isn't. I recommend you to Jamie pull up the clip if if you want while we're going through this. The old one okay. in Demon's Souls is is just a mountain. It looks like a sliding mountain with a cave in it. Like that's it. <laughs> Yeah. God's one true enemy, mountain. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or wait, they're the cool. same guy. Uh, uh, that's my that's lore boys canon. They're right. The same guy. I mean, uh, I, I in in real life, it'd be pretty funny if it was just like, yeah, I don't know. We retconned out the whole like it's a mountain on a crucifix thing to just kind of a skinny guy. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Hashtag Jesus was a mountain. <laughs> um. Jay so anyway. Uh, one of the problems with having a tadpole body is it might be hard to uh, get respect. And as we know, any good ruler needs to maintain a good image. Uh, Alant, with a T, used his immense power to create, with a T, the ideal male body, whether you like it or not, for himself, uh, which would live in his palace in his palace as like a demonic proxy. Um, okay. This is the thing you actually... This is the second to last boss. The final boss of the game is true king alant okay. which is just the tadpole thing okay uh adpole it, it no it's adpole. with a t okay, okay. adpole with a t okay got it, got it. <laughs> i don't know if you can even get hit by this boss because he <laughs> okay, kind this of is... flops around and this is the health bar execution you're talking about exactly okay okay yeah, because the actual last boss, the, the last boss fight is False King Alant, which is his demonic proxy, which is right. his sexy granddad uh, thing that he sends after you that can suck souls out, that can suck your level out. <laughs> what's the what's the ideal male body? Is it like Stretch Armstrong or like what's he look like? Uh, Stretch Armstrong, but after you've microwaved him a bit, so he's got all the all that weird beads inside of him that <laughs> kind of expanded. <laughs> okay, got it. Um, he's just like an old slim guy with like gray hair and a gray goatee. He and he's wearing like formal white and gold royal dress. Cool. He's like just like kind of generically western handsome. Okay. Um, cool. just like classic silver fox, basically. That sounds cool. Very, very sexy. Um, the real soul branch is actually stabbed into the inside of the old one behind Alan's true form. So okay. even his proxy false king alant is wielding a fake replica basically oh yes so does does the tadpole wield the real version or uh nope it's just stuck into the ground okay okay i don't think he can do damage like he just kind of flops around and tells you like oh demon souls are the best dude you don't want to do this so oh, be careful you trusted <laughs> the maiden in black you idiot so did i look at me now sort of thing okay and, 
like I don't know how much dialogue he actually has because a fight takes under a minute. He doesn't have a whole lot of health and he can't hurt you. Like, what does it even sound like? It's a tadpole. It sounds like a regular guy, but I think he might be talking directly into your mind because it's kind of echoey sort of thing. Yeah. Who knows? But you can understand them. It's it's not like subtitled gurgles. (laughs) Okay. All right. There's no trend. You don't go in there with a translator so that you can understand what (laughs) Alan is saying. (laughs) All right. Um, So the the sword soul brant has a twin called demon brant and demon brant with a T or demon brand. Um, <laughs> now it's two scoops of brand of demons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thank you. I'm glad, yeah. uh, two swords of demon brand uh, for a recommended healthy breakfast in every box. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's pretty good. That might be that's title card material there. Jambo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Demon Brand can be found within uh, King Alan's family mausoleum and is protected by one of his ancestors, uh, the old King Doran, who is like this now eternal demigod king. Um, He founded Boletaria centuries ago and he don't need to kill him. Um, I did just because I wanted to get his gear and my tendency couldn't be fixed. So I didn't care if I could do good or bad things anymore. Right. Um, but once you get him down to about 75% of his huge HP bar, he just like, ha ha ha, you are totally noble. Take this sword. And he just gives you demon Brant, And he's Ooh. like, use it to kill my great, great to the power of 12 grandson. Cause he's gone fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So demon Brant scales with white tendency. So the better you are, the stronger that sword gets. So right. the more pure you are, whereas the uh, soul brand scales with black tendency, the more demonic you are. So okay. basically they're the, you know, the good, good ending, bad ending swords, right. basically, whatever and you're going. For. It's blind playthrough versus speed run sword. Basically, if Correct. you're bad at the game, you take the soul brand. If you're good at the game, you take the demon brand. Or That's the other exactly. way right. yeah. uh, Demon brand is the good guy one because it kills okay. demons and the soul right. brand uh, steals souls. Okay. Um, after you in New Game Plus, which just starts over, starts after the credits. If you use the soul of True King Alant, you can actually fuse the swords into one called the Northern Regalia, uh, which gets stronger regardless of your character's tendency. So it's the yin yang sword opposed to just like the two opposite ends. It's both scoops of raisins at the same <laughs> <Okay>. time. <laughs> that that's impressive. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, two scoops of raisin brant. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's all of your demonic needs for the whole day. So you're pretty good. You get a demon day started. The balanced breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oops, though, as we alluded to earlier, uh, Awakening the Old One brought back uh, the demon fog. Um, Who could have known uh, that all those creepy bald kids were right, considering they were just like, hey, we're immortal. Stay out of the basement. Yeah, and they're all dead by the time we showed up, right? Except well, by the time you show up, the player, yeah. whenever Alan with the T found it, who knows how many monumentals he was ignoring the advice of. <laughs> like, it's yeah. very difficult to tell, right? True. You can't ask the rest of them. They're all fucking dead. Oh, no. <laughs> That's why the population dropped. Is these surveys weren't getting filled up by all these bald kids. <laughs> Nine out of ten bald kids agree that uh, this toothpaste is real good. <laughs> yeah, that wigs are good for confidence. 
Yeah. And there's like, that's one of the monsters. It's just possessed wigs that fell off of the bald kids. <laughs> yes, the wig monger. It's very, it's, it's a very, it's a, it's a DPS fight. It's not that hard, but yeah. yeah. Single, uh, first try the wig monger. <laughs> um, predictably, uh, Boletaria descends into chaos upon the return of the fog. Uh, right. The fog drove people mad, stole their souls, or corrupted them into demons. Um, King Allant believed, or at least began to believe, that the fog was mankind's salvation, because with our deaths, we could no longer suffer. Right. Which is, right, I mean, that, that's a kind of a classic madman thing to say, which is like, oh, yeah, well, ooh. if you're <laughs> dead, you can't be unhappy, can you? Yeah. Um, some of King Allant's knights, knights with a T, died in the fog, and became both bosses and mini-bosses within the game. Cool. Um, Ulan, the sniper, was killed. Um, she was an archer who would no-scope no scope 420 noobs on her twink account from Whoa. behind cover. Damn. Her physical body became the second boss of the game, known as the Phalanx. Um, I don't know if this was, like, punishment, but the Phalanx itself is a completely defenseless crystal that, like, slithers around in a giant pool of black slime and is protected by dozens of smaller slimes that have spears. Okay. So the fact that she would hide behind cover and shoot arrows, she now hides behind shields. Well, she hides behind a phalanx, who all throw spears at you, basically. Cool. Her spirit, however, became corrupted, and it returns as a red and black phantom towards the end of the game that you need to fight and kill. Um, the phalanx is not hard, and it is not fun. Okay. It's a terrible fight. It's a horrible fight. I... If you stand still, you can probably get killed, but otherwise it is just... The amount of damage you can do at the beginning of the game is not enough to get through it quickly. It's a, fuck, okay. it's a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. long fight with mechanics. You just, gotta, you just gotta keep going, right? And yeah, if you stand maybe. still, you die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like crossing the street. Just right. gotta get through it. Yeah, except crossing the street doesn't take that long, I guess, but... No, I guess not, eh? No. It's like crossing the street multiple times for no purpose. For no reason. <laughs> Other than across slightly better streets later, which is the kind of trend for Demon's Souls. Right. Got it. Got it. Um, Alfred was the tank of the group, uh, protecting other people with his massive shield. Uh, his body can be found in the game, and the Loreboy's cannon fought as the third boss, well, third boss if you go in that order, the Tower Knight, who is a okay. gigantic metal man with a huge shield and spear. Uh, he has, like, kind of Greek tragedy weak ankles, though, so if you just poke at his ankles, he will fall over and okay. do huge crits on his head. Alright. Um, Actual Achilles heel. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Both of them, too. Both okay. of them, in this case, where his mom, I guess, held him with two hands because she was <laughs> lazy and dipped him. And, then, and the top of his head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, held him in this kind of crescent shape and then dipped him in for immortality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's a decent fight. Uh, as far as like Demon Souls mechanics go, but like I don't know, I don't remember having trouble in it with it in 2012, which I apparently did because I did not get a trophy this time uh, okay. on that boss. Uh, but my fight this time was pretty quick. I got killed once um, and then beat him on my second try. Okay. Another Lore Boys cannon, which is a lot of fun because I got to write a bunch for Demon Souls because there's no fucking sequels yet. Alfred and Ulan may have had a little kiss, kiss, bang, bang behind the scenes. Ooh, I think they were lovers personally. Uh, the Phalanx boss is protected by shields, and the Tower Knight is protected by archers. Okay. She was an archer. 
He has a huge shield, and both those boss fights are in the same world, right? Okay. They're one after another. So and they still back each other up. Exactly. Uh, like okay. thematically at least, they're backing each other up. So maybe okay. they were maybe they were lovers. Um and killing the entourage makes both boss fights a lot easier. Like when you remove the slimes, Ulan the Phalanx cannot defend herself anymore. She's just huh. the crystal thing. The, the 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 Phalanx itself has no weapons. Oh well. The, the Tower Knight is a real fight, but when you're not being peppered constantly by Bowman, it's just poking at a very giant slow man's ankles until he falls over and then you beat him to death. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's not hard when you get rid of the archers okay so so the support is 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 stronger than the actual bosses in both cases yeah all right yeah i mean definitely at least with uh, with ulan or with the phalanx definitely right um and with the tower knight like he can fuck you up pretty quick but he's like 30 feet tall so he telegraphs his fucking moves from another time zone (laughs) so as long as he's on screen you know exactly what he's about to do right right um the dps and the third wheel of these ill-fated knights was metas um his title is knight of the lance uh, despite the fact he uses a sword <laughs> i think that was a japanese to english translation error okay because you loot a weapon off of his corpse that is also very clearly a very long sword he does not use a lance all right all right yeah maybe his dad's named lance or something like that knight of yeah <laughs> sure <laughs> More voice cannon. Yeah. Lance with a T. It's L A N T S. Lance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Lance. T-S. Lance. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, and to reinforce my romance theory, he wasn't getting he wasn't getting no tail behind the scenes. His arena is unprotected. There's no ads. Okay. So it's mano mi mano between the player and with um, uh, Matas, whose boss is hilariously named the Penetrator. Nice. Yeah, Dude. there's another there's another sexy boss named the Dirty Colossus, which I like a lot as well. <laughs> you dirty uh, who, Colossus, you. Who, for me, I did not actually have to fight the Dirty Colossus because when I walked into the boss arena, it had apparently spawned on top of a wooden fence that oh. jammed it in place so it couldn't move. Wearing a trench coat with both of its hands inside. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Dirty Colossus is just always sitting at the back of the porno theater on a picket <laughs> fence right between his legs. <laughs> um, yeah, Ulan, Alfred, and Matas are theoretically fought at the, uh, at the same time on your way to kill Alan the Twelfth. Their red and black phantoms appear as like a trio to try and stop you. However, the shitty AI means you can abuse them pretty hard, where... Uh, Alfred tanks, so he's always behind his shield walking slowly. Ulan uses a bow, but you can kind of break AI range with her, and Matas just runs directly at you with a sword, so if you're avoiding him, the other two kind of forget you're there. Okay. But you get all their weapons, and, well, you get, uh, you get, uh, Ulan's bow, you get, um, Matas's sword, and you get, uh, Alfred's shield when you kill the phantoms. Cool. So you get some unique loot, at least from killing the soul forms of these three bosses that you've already killed. And this nice. is after the penetrator. So you have to kill all three physical forms before you can kill the phantom forms. Sounds like a souls game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, this trio of knights is actually also referenced in Dark Souls 3 on the way up to fight Prince Lothric uh, towards the end of that game. Uh, the trio in this game, however, is daughter of Crystal uh, Kainhild 
who is a sorcerer, not an archer, Lion Knight Albert, who is just a regular knight, and Black Hand Kamul. Um, the Black Hands are an order of assassins with like frostbite in that game. So they, right. yeah, that's a different thing. But we've already got an episode on the Lords of Cinder if you want coverage on Dark Souls 3. Exactly. Um, with a little bit of exploration and a pinch of fairy dust, you can pretty much AFK the Penetrator fight, however. Uh, <laughs> so if you can find a key to a character who's locked in a jail cell named Bior of the Twin Fangs, he yeah. will basically solo the fight for you. Nice. Um, I fought the penetrator once and got my ass kicked because he is hard, in theory. <laughs> of um, course, the penetrator would be hard. Oh yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What you just like penetrator the, the impotent. <laughs> <laughs> so after I got killed the first try, I was like, oh whatever, I'll just go gather some souls, see what else, see what I've missed, because I knew at this point I only had two bosses left. It's the penetrator and then uh, King Allant. Right. With a T. And so I was just like, <laughs> it's Penetrator with a T as well. It's not just yeah. Penerator. <laughs> Penerator. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just went, got some souls, leveled up a couple times, got some upgraded my, my weapons and whatnot. You know, regular RPG shit. Right. I had a key that I didn't remember finding and rescued Bior. Right. Uh, he's underneath the bridge with a dragon on it, if you ever play the game, guys. Um, and when I was figured I was ready, I went back to the Penetrator fight and figured maybe round two he'd last a little longer hey hey you know <laughs> um however bior was there he's okay. just he's not like a because they're in a lot of the souls games there's like an optional summon where you can summon in a player right. or in the later souls games like a character from the game will appear as a white phantom to, to help you yeah like an ai you know, to help you kind of thing exactly you can ai companion yeah. you don't get a choice with this fight he's just in the arena cool yeah and he will fucking destroy this thing for you <laughs> awesome it's probably welcome to a lot of the people who are playing the game back whenever it was relevant it took me less than a minute to do this fight he wow. did like 99 percent of the damage and then i only got hit on like the penetrator's backswing when there was like residual hitbox left on one of his sword okay. attacks yeah. and it hit me behind him and just did a little bit of chip damage so i like healed myself and just continued stabbing him in the back <laughs> while bior just like tanked and did all of the damage nice yeah um also just remember they didn't change the ai in the remake so if you want to cheese the fuck out of the penetrator or the penaray roar uh that's how you do it find bior he'll do it nice um right and then so this is kind of what we're going to wrap up here before leaving it open to people to find the rest in the game um other than the player who is a foreigner who's coming to boletaria to quest into the fog to find what's going on in boletaria um where you're from is based on the character you create there's a bunch of fake countries that are listed like oh the, you know whatever northern or eastern or southern or sort of shit sure um, other warriors from other lands also ventured into the Boletarian fog to find King Allant. Uh, Selin of Vinland was a powerful knight with a magical sword called Blind. Cool. Um, Yurt, the silent chief, uh, who is not silent. When you rescue <laughs> him, he, he talks constantly. And also, spoilers for anybody who does rescue him from the Tower of Latria. If you rescue him, he will kill every single NPC in the next. Okay. He's a, he's a murderer. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So Maybe don't his, do that. his armor is really cool and really good. Just kick him off the bridge when you rescue him. Okay. He's in like That's a hanging... Yurt? Yurt the Silent Chief. Yeah. Okay. 
It's like uh, whenever you call a big guy tiny. He's just he never shuts up, but he's a silent guy. It, it's it's an ironic name from his mob yeah. days, exactly. All right, all right. Uh, he's you find him in a hanging cage on a bridge. If you let him out, you don't have to fight him. You can do the kick and just push him off the edge. Perfect. Okay, good to know. Just kill him because he will fuck up the nexus for you. There's a <laughs> lot of characters that will have a lot of dialogue that you will not get to experience because he will just <laughs> slowly pick them off when you leave. Wow. He is hiding in a corner on the second floor, though, if you do find him. Uh, And you can go kill him there if you'd like. Cool. Yeah, that's a little couple of game facts with the lore boys. (laughs) Um, Another another character who's requesting is Saint Ur. uh, It's Saint Urbain, but it's everybody calls him Saint Urbain in the game because I guess the people who wrote this and translated it don't speak French. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, Uh, he's a powerful monk who uses miracles. He's your main miracle seller um sage freak or freak i don't know it's f-r-e-k-e okay uh he's a sage and soul art scholar uh he's real thirsty for demon souls uh you can trade demon souls with him to get really powerful sorcery uh which i did i was playing a sorcerer cool um and he's like super fucking obsessed with it he is almost on the level of King Allen, where he's just like, no, it's totally worth it. These demons here make magic so strong. It's so cool. It's so good. Like he's a very much like a for the knowledge sort of guy. So it's right. troublesome, but he's an v- excellent merchant. So he's totally worth having around. Cool. Um, and then there's um, a couple others. Uh, finally, there's Ostrava of Boletaria. This is Alant the Twelfth's son. So he's Prince of Boletaria. <laughs> Astrava, the demon of summer. I think <laughs> what's that what? beer? Strava. There's a beer called Strava, I think, and it's the beer Is of that? summer, something like that. Oh, but yeah, sure. Yeah, Ostrava, <laughs> the beer of summer, is King Alan's son, named after his favorite beer because he was nice. a deadbeat. Yep. Um, he had moved to a southern kingdom, possibly Latria, just you know find his fortune didn't want to live on his dad's dime anymore he wanted to sell a screenplay that he wrote so that sort of shit um he had heard rumors um that the fog had returned to boletaria and that his dad had gone insane and possibly corrupted the land with demons and he was like no 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 no, i don't believe that my dad's a cool guy he's just old and not greedy and power hungry whatsoever he's a king what's he got to get what's he got to gain right right um upon discovering that well, it turns out he has everything to lose, I guess, with what we learn later on in the story. That is absolutely true. Yeah. yeah. Um, upon discovering that his home was indeed under siege by the fog, he set on a quest to find his father. Okay. Now, do you think a lifetime of being a prince, drinking and whoring, prepares you to fight demons? Keeping in mind, he carries a magical rune sword and rune shield. Well, it sounds like he's got the equipment, but I don't know if he's got the know-how. You're absolutely right. Okay, yeah. So he, he he gets killed. Um, we'll get into his story right now. Okay, he's a massive coward. Um, oh. he cannot fight to save his life, even with so his weapons. When you get them, are incredibly good. Um, <laughs> and he cannot fight to save his save his life. Over the course of the game, the player can save him. I think three times right. from trash mobs. <laughs> like he is always besieged by trash mobs like regular zombies with wooden shields and broken swords and he's oh just God. horrified and he cannot get himself out of it 
It's like Zote the Mighty in Hollow Knight. You always rescue him, and you find him up in town, like, gloating about his his victories in battle, but really you just save him from the most menial things over and over again. It is it is similar to that, ex- uh, except for the fact that Ostrava has no false sense of confidence. Okay. He is very much a pathetic coward the entire time. Like, he's, he's in way over his head. Okay, he's more likable then. It's just... Yes. Okay. And more likable than Zote. Yeah. Um, so this th- rescuing him advances his side quest, and if you rescue him three times, uh, he appears towards the end of the game. Um, with your help, obviously, he does eventually make it to what he thinks is his father. But as we established, the false king Alant is just a demon proxy; it's not actually his dad. And once he learns the truth, and the player confronts him on the steps of the castle of Bolataria, he's just like, "Yep, shouldn't have done this," and he kills himself. Oh my god. Uh, he does return later as a corrupted red and black phantom. Okay. You have to fight his ghost as well. Okay. His ghost a little braver, I guess. Uh, well, it's a little more, it's more hostile. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's more reckless. Okay. Run around with his shoes, shoes untied and shit. Just like, no, this <laughs> one's safe black phantom. Why? <laughs> Trips and falls through a wall into the next room. Like, <laughs> Dodges the wrong direction straight off a bridge. You're like, oh no. <laughs> um, and the final character I want to talk about here is actually one of the bosses. Um, this is the maiden Astraya. Um, okay. She was a pilgrim and a devout follower of God, or the old one, wink, wink. Um, and she helped the sick and the socially rejected in the Valley of Defilement, uh, which is a terrible level. Oh, it sounds like a nice place to start a family, though. The Valley you- of Defilement. <laughs> That's a good place to abandon a family. Yeah. Um, if you've ever played a Souls game, uh, I think the m- most, if not all of them, have a poison swamp level that just ticks your health down and doesn't allow you to move fast. Yeah, pretty much. Imagine yeah. that with, with bad mechanics and a shitty frame rate. Oh, God. Mm, that Valley of Defilement, though. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is where you fight the Leechmonger, which is a very easy boss. The Dirty Colossus is hiding in the back of the movie theater in the Valley of Defilement. Right. And then the final boss is the Maiden Astraya. Okay. Sort of. Um, her fight is super scripted, uh, but it's a lot more like an artistic piece. It's very beautiful in a lot of ways. The music okay. for the Maiden Astraya, I recommend anybody look up on YouTube, is so good. Cool. Um, so when Astraya went to uh, the Valley of Defilement to help the sick and the... It, like. Instead of having like poison and toxic, which is just poison and bad poison, uh, in Demon Souls there's poison and plague, and they are plague is just double the poison, double the fun. Basically, it just kills you faster. <laughs> okay. um, it's really hard to outheal with like passive regen. Like plague yeah. is insane. But yeah. she went there to help the sick and the rejected, and like it, it's very it because of the capital G God. She does like the what you're supposed to do is a Christian thing, like help the sick and the weak and the crippled and the rejected and all this other, you know, she's doing actual saint things. Right. Um, so you don't actually fight Astraya. Um, her last surviving companion is uh, named Garl Vinland, who is brother to Selen Vinland, okay. uh, who I talked about earlier. They get separated at some point and Selen is still alive. You can meet her in game if you have white tendency, which I didn't. So I didn't <laughs> but she is theoretically there um and garl vinland will attempt to just block the path that you need to take down to astraya right um and he's super scripted he has like a hard lock for his ai he will not pass 
this point. He's, he's like he, a. Does he have poison mechanics? No, no, no. no. He's he's okay. in this like beautiful silver armor with like a gigantic hammer and a shield. He's like a very, oh, okay. very. He's he's all silver. It's like was, dark silver, I think. I was gonna guess because Vinland sounds like vi, and then land like wine country kind oh, of thing. Wine country, yeah. Yeah, and then well, wine is often like poisons. Like Dionysus in in Hades is like a poison god, but right, yeah, uh, he's the dark guy. No, yeah. no, he's very much like a pure kind of crusader, like a very okay. stereotypical white knight. Not just because he's tipping to protected the lady but also he's just like he's a very stereotypically chivalrous guy yeah he donates all of his souls uh, to get his name on the whiteboard as well yeah <laughs> he like he believes very much in what astraya wanted to do which was to help cool. the sick and the weak okay however um whether it's because of the fact that the fog was rolling in and maybe yeah. the fact that she's just such a good person uh the maiden astraya does become a demon oh no but she doesn't get corrupted. She does not change in any way. She simply becomes more powerful and able to kind of protect and heal more people. Cool. You need her soul, though. Oh. Right? So you fight and kill Garl Vinland. And then when you get down to Astraya, uh, I mean, you fight and kill Garl Vinland. You basically execute him. He does not want you to pass. And he will not fight you if you're not close enough. He has like oh, a hard block. No. So you have to force the fight and basically just wear him down until he's dead. This sounds and like he, an evil ending. Yeah, I, I don't know how you don't lose your like white points or whatever whenever you're killing no, white, these people. Think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, once you get down to Astraya, she's just like, oh, you killed him, didn't you? Well, fine. Listen, you greedy fuck. Basically, she's just like, take your precious demon soul. And then she actually kills herself as well. So there are two, two people who lose all hope, but she does it out of spite for you. To make wow. you feel even worse about doing this horrible thing. Yeah, it's a long uh, so walk it, back to the Nexus after that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it does add a layer of doubt into why, like, maybe the Maiden in Black is evil. And she corrupted Alant in the first place just to get more souls for the old one. And it's just like, it just kind of shifts the idea of this, like, yeah, I'm killing demons, but I, clearly all demons aren't the same thing. Because she's the only one who is not just like a gigantic slobbering monster. And she like stayed that way because of the fact that she is so yeah. good. And yeah. anyway, that, that's the last character I kind of wanted to develop there. So that's that's cool. Demon Souls. Um, nice. I have to say, even though you say don't play the game, I kind of want to try the game. Uh, maybe once uh, I finally spend the money on the PS5 and I've uh, my Pokemon cards have paid off. Then uh, I'll try it out the new remake because it sounds like it'll be promising. Uh, it's got a lot to like. Uh, yeah. but sadly, a lot of that isn't like the controls or the software that aren't there are like the good parts. But like, there's a lot in there that's really really interesting. I, I mean, I enjoyed it enough to do a whole fucking episode about it, right? So yeah, yeah. Cool. Anyway, I have been your host Peter O'Donoghue. You can find me at Lore Boys Podcast on Instagram uh, or theloreboys.com. Go to about to find our merch, our Patreon, and most importantly, our Discord. Come hang out and suggest whatever you want to hear. Uh, you can also 
contact us. Um, Jamie, you want to uh, give us your contact info and maybe read us a little email from a wonderful man out west? Yeah, sure. Uh, if you want to find me on the internet, the Discord is the best place to do it. Uh, Ethan, he's not here today, um, but um, bless his dark soul, and we hope he'll be back soon. Uh, you can find him at Ethan the Dead Man on Twitter. And we have um, an email from Mecha Paladin, um, also known as Joshua, one of our longtime fans, and uh, here's his email. He says, sup, boys, Mecha Paladin here, working hard, as you can see, by the email I sent this from. Shh. He sent it from a work email. <laughs> I just want to write in so you'd read my email and name on the air. Kidding, but I actually want to say thank you for all your show, guys. I've been through some nasty shit in the last few years, and having you guys there to listen and laugh all the time made all the difference. Uh, yeah, say, we love having you too, Mecca. I know you had some health problems back uh, a few months back, and you're glad that you, you got through it. I think the point of comedy is to lighten the mood. Like, I don't like how serious things often are these days, and recent events seem to be swinging things back in the right direction, I feel. So it's I'm, like, really happy that our humor was welcomed out in the world yeah. when like, misery was the trend more than anything yeah and mecca we're always happy to hear from you too because you're one of the guys that when we stream uh, at our random intervals like your name's in the chat or uh, yeah. whenever we release an episode you, you leave a review and you've been one of the longtime fans so it, it goes both ways for us uh he says granted you almost killed me more than once by making me laugh so hard i couldn't see while driving but i made it i do my well... best <laughs> I don't take too much responsibility for that. But all right. I do my best to tell everyone about you guys because anyone who likes my lore would get something out of you guys. Entertainment, an aneurysm, shit fits, whatever. Yeah, we appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep up the awesomeness, guys. I've been a fan of yours from the start and I will be till the very end. Uh, regards, Joshua. And the bridge inspector. <laughs> He's got a nice yeah. title under there. So like, make sure you... Make sure you're inspecting bridges and uh, not laughing too hard because we'd hate to, for some bridge to go awry because of us. But we really appreciate oh, the email and the support. Wouldn't that be some butterfly effect shit right there? Like you find out about a bridge that collapses and it's just like, turns out the bridge inspector, which I love because it sounds like a fake job. It, so it sounds like a job title you would give someone when you're trying to get past security. <laughs> I like that he has two initials at the end, too, and it's TT with a dot in the middle, like the crying emoji kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so if you uh, want to send us an email, we'll read it out. Um, you can do that loreboyspodcast at gmail.com, uh, or you can do it through the contact page at loreboys.com as well. So Loreboys.com slash about. You can find everything you need. So that's been our episode. Um, if you are looking to get um, some mist we have boxed up a bunch of mist uh if you open it at your house there may be some glitches a cat might walk by your door frame twice or something like that but yeah. if for only 69.99 a month you can get lore boys mist tmtm and yeah. we take no responsibility for what happens uh once you open that box but it can be yours this is if you with good reason don't trust patreon and want to support us other in another way this is the little boys prime program it's where you can buy our mist yes yeah ethan usually does this for us but uh today we have collected all the mist and uh we should be totally good to go and or else yeah. your money back we're storing all the mist at his place and now he's feeling a bit under the weather which is probably unrelated so whatever oh i didn't put those together but i guess that constitutes a lore boys, a lore boys. out
it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 